Welcome back, you guys. Nice to see you again. If you're watching this recorded show, Dr. Cousins is still on his European tour after his big 80th birthday celebration. And our talk last time was also recorded, and we talked about what was going on in schools and what that meant. And we got into a lot of issues that we want to expand on this time. So let's go right to Dr. Cousins and get into it and see where we go. This should be an interesting talk. Okay, well, I welcome you all with love. And that's really part of what makes this whole thing work, is love. Okay? Right. And uh, we're going to start with generating that energy uh, with uh, spiritual dance, ecstatic dance, as a way of activating the spiritual joy. Because it's really, really easy in today's world to lose that. When you lose that spiritual joy you can become enslaved because you're not ready to to dance up into the truth. Okay, so we start with dance, then we're gonna meditate. Now meditate helps you get meditation helps you get in touch with the deeper truth of who you are from which you can then pull understandings that take you beyond the uh, group think type of energy that's happening today that's really misleading people in many ways. And if you don't have a particular method to meditate, this is very helpful. Uh, it's, uh, it's about 3,300 years old, a mantra. Name of God is grace. And we need grace today, for sure. Yoda, and then breath, and then out breath. Wa, and then breath, and then out breath. Yod from the base, below the base chakra, to the heart, hail to the heart. Wa from below the base chakra to the uh, third eye. And then hey out to the heart, merging the heart and mind. Not disconnecting. Okay, we're merging the heart and mind. So we'll start with a little bit of dance. And I encourage everybody to dance, get into the spiritual joy, no matter what's happening in the outer world, because... Our ability to be effective in uplifting consciousness means that we have to uplift our own. And spiritual dance really does help that, as obviously does meditation. Okay.
Okay, here we go. So, just focus on the energy coming out of my eyes as we go into meditation. Beat the mantra. Here we go. Yo.
JFK was assassinated. And it was a very traumatic moment for the nation. And actually, before I go too much into that, I just want to do a prayer to help nullify that, which is merging the heart and mind. And I remember at the time, because it was pretty unbelievable, I was uh, practicing tennis in the squash courts, which are indoors, because it was winter. And suddenly everything stopped, and there was this announcement. uh, And... It was really hard to believe that that happened. And then, that was, in a sense, a a major introduction into uh, real-world politics in in the sense that they wanted us to believe that there's this guy named Oswald from a church steeple... uh, Quite a distance away, he was able to get off multiple shots uh, and uh, and shoot the president in the head from behind. Of course, when you look at the video, you see Jackie Kennedy getting out the back of the car because the shots were actually primarily coming from the front of the car, which we know is the grassy mound where a variety of people were, you know, assassinating. About that. Now we we know the best we can, uh, according to uh, the Reverend Kennedy Jr., who's running for president, that the CIA actually was the primary people behind this. LBJ also said that in his deathbed. So. For me, that's like, okay, that's 1963. Well, that's a pretty long time ago, okay, Uh, 60 years ago. And people said, oh, it's a conspiracy. This Oswald was able to shoot it from a a distance. And and then when he gets down, Jack Ruby somehow gets a gun and is able to assassinate him while he's walking in handcuffs. And it's like, I'm having a hard time believing this. And people began investigate independent investigators, not the Warren Commission at that level of governmental commissions, who found essentially nothing happened. But other people were investigating. It got very clear that they soon they become called conspiracy theorists. And but they're right. You know, and we've seen this again and again and again. We have Building 7, you know, collapsing in 
a 9-11 incident and there was no explosions. I mean, there's no plane hitting and knocking down a whole building. And we say, well, how is it possible that a plane could knock down a whole building anyway? Uh, you know, the, the, the structural arguments just don't support that kind of discussion. So we're left with, uh, and then we talk about COVID. And again, people say, well, this appears to be a planned attack, and it, you know, didn't exactly leak out of the Wuhan, and oh, maybe it came from the fish market. But, you know, I always, this conspiracy theories don't believe in conspiracy. And what one begins to understand is, this isn't really a conspiracy. It's a well-orchestrated plan to depopulate. Maybe 80%, maybe 90% people claim different things of the human population. It's an effort to destroy society. And I don't want to, I'm not here to talk about the, you know, the, the politics of how they're doing it, but they're very comprehensive. I mean, food and food and fear and disease and pollution. Um, it just goes on and on. Uh, and at some point, more and more people begin to connect the dots. And the dots don't make you feel very good. And so it's no longer conspiracy so much as hardcore evidence of a train of events. In, in my lifetime, it starts with 1963. We have things before that. And we have the rise of LBJ with the, the starting the, the, the war and some little ship came out, you know, and the Vietnam thing and you know, that kind of thing, and that gets a war started, and it goes on and on. It's called telling the lie that's so big that it's almost unbelievable to think it's not true. So the real question for me, as we're talking about this, is what do we do about that? How in the world, given all the variations of media and everybody having the same event, multiple opinions, you know, uh, what do we do? There was just uh, somebody, you know, multiple times, you know, but recently drove a car into a crowd and killed a bunch of uh, migrants and uh they first identified them as a white nationalist, but it turned out to be a, a Mexican a gang member. And not an accident, because the plan had been, and see, oh, it's all conspiracy. The plan had been, or is, in a certain way, with the dropping of, uh, of, uh, of uh, any barriers for people coming into the country in different ways, that that's going to be really bad for the cartels. The two big, two of the big cartels met to develop a plan. So 
uh, the president would be forced to re- re- rescind the ending of that Section 42. And this is all part of the cartel strategy, and then they'll be back in business. Because if the gates are totally open, then they can't make any money because they don't get paid for getting people crossing the border. That's one way of thinking about it. But it's a bigger issue. It's does two and two equal four? Or with the new math, does it equal five? And we look at the different prophecies and, and, and these times it's saying up will consider down, be considered down, bad will be considered good, and good will be considered bad. Um, and bitter will be considered sweet, and sweet will be considered bitter. So this is prophesized that these are the times when things would be turned upside down. Now the question is, do we want to get turned upside with it? Oh, it's just conspiracy, none of this is really true, all coincidence. Or are we willing to say, you know what, we're not going to go along with uh, this we're not, we're, we see that this is um, a planned attack with mind control being part of the attack so people do think things are up instead of down and day is night and night is day and that's the, the, the extreme to which this is going on it's truly upside down, and I believe a lot of people, and probably a lot of people watching this show are aware of these things happening. Now, um, I'm not going to debate about these things happening, because that isn't the overall big picture here. We're really talking about what do we do. I'm just looking at something. That's not there. What do we do? How do we handle this? That's a question a lot of people come to me about is how do we handle this situation? And we begin at least to handle it by saying, okay, I get prophecy saying this is what's supposed to happen these times, up is down, down is up, bitter is sweet, sweet is bitter, like everything, the, the doors of perception are completely altered. And we're, uh, but we can choose not to go along with that. We can choose to go along with seeing what's going on. Okay? We heard uh, the story the king has no clothes. You know, the, the, the people around the king get him convinced that he's, he's got this incredible clothes that are all, you know, with, invisible to his eyes. And everything's fine, and the little kid, they're on parade, and then the little kid says, oh, the king doesn't have any clothes. We have to be those little children who are willing to say the king doesn't have any clothes and call it, call it as it is. That takes moral and ethical and spiritual strength. And the whistleblowers are doing it. They have a lot of courage. It's pretty dangerous to be a whistleblower. You know, you can lose your job, you can lose your life. 
and that we see happening pretty consistently. So those are, you know, the hazards, but at the same time, if enough people get up and have the moral and spiritual courage to be whistleblowers, to really say what's going on, we have a chance of succeeding here and waking people up enough that we will shed enough light on the quote, plan, game plan, which has been around for many years, enough that people can really say, well, that's what their plan is. We're saying no to that plan. We're not being fooled. This isn't a big conspiracy. We're not a bunch of fools. We can see what's in front of our eyes. And then we can begin to approach it and speak truth to power or the illusion of power. But it also depends on us having enough self-confidence and belief in ourselves uh, and friends who, who share, you know, and who thought about this for a while to be able to say, no, this, this is not related to reality. This is an upside-down reality as prophesized. And we don't accept it. We want to bring things back away from woke to awake. And that's a statement that is being more and more said at this time in 2023. Um, and I applaud all those people who are standing up as whistleblowers to really inform people about what is going on and the multiple levels of what is going on and how important it is for us to share and wake up as many people as possible. Now, sometimes people don't want to hear it. Okay, That's what we call it. Well, you believe in conspiracies, right? I mean, what's your problem? And say, well, no. I believe in looking what's in front of my eyes and looking at the history of things and looking how this person says this person, that person is that, and there's a kind of a, a, a non-coincidence coincidence that a certain story is being put out. And it's untrue. I mean, global warming is an example. Believe it or not, for the last nine years, we're experiencing a slight global cooling, not warming. The data shows that compared to 1998, here we are in May 2023, the temperatures are cooler so far this year than in 1998. And what does that tell us? That tells us that we are not having a progressive cooling. It tells us what all the charts have for the last 600,000 years is cycles of global warming and cooling, global warming and cooling. That's, and that's like a, a fact that we're able to draw from our study of nature and the, the way the trees are and so forth. Um, and this is according this 
global cooling that is going on is according to the actual satellite records that have been tampered with. Now that's a pretty big statement because they're trying to create a climate scare pandemic of, well, you can't grow crops because it's too global warming and you can't have electric stoves because it's too global warming. And okay. And what we're seeing is, in reality, according to satellite temperatures, for the last nine years, okay, there's no global warming. This year is demonstrably cooler than it was in 1998. This is 2023, so that's 25 years. Now, it's Actually, according to the predictions, it's going to get cooler until about 2033, and then it'll cycle up into warming, and then it'll cycle down into cooling, as it's been done for the last 600,000 years. There is nothing new here. What's new is the global warming conspiracy, where they're conspiracy to try to convince you that what's happening isn't happening. Fortunately, there are some whistleblowers, and that is what's needed to get this information out, get the, the uncalled relative truth out. There is only one truth, which is there's only God. Unzolotov, there's only God. Okay? One truth. But there's the relative truth called, yeah, we got global cooling going on slightly. It's the last nine years have not been one of warming, but one of cooling. And it's cooler now than it was in 1998. So this idea that it's a straight line of getting warmer is just false. There's no scientific evidence to support that in, in any serious way. So this is the kind of thing we need to continue to stand up for. Okay. Um, which is we don't accept the big lies. We don't accept the small lies, but we don't accept the big lies. And, and I think that, again, the more people stand up to it and share that truth, even that simple fact, for the last nine years it's been cooling slightly, but it's cooling. It certainly has not been warming, according to satellite studies. But that's... that's not new to me, because I've been talking about it for years, but it's new to a lot of people. Okay? And I just have to some say I trust the satellite, you know, kind of measurements about some of this. So this is the, the thing we're facing. We can look at all the different directions to understand this. In the 1930s, we, we, well, I'll go back for that. World War I started, you know, in a, to me, an unbelievable way. Okay, I won't go over that. In the 1920s and 30s, we, you know, we, we had the Great Depression. And these are things that kind of like, 
again, are, are a little confusing to people because not all that, again, had to happen. And I can just go through, you know, how World War II started. It, it, it's just a continual thing. That's why my cutoff point was 1963 with JFK being assassinated. And now it's being confirmed in multiple levels, including his own, uh, I guess, nephew. Um, so, what can we do? Well, I'm not talking about anything that complicated. I'm talking about being willing to let go of our bias against the truth. I'm talking about our being willing to stand up and share. Because the more people that we inform and empower with the factual truth, the world of relative reality, the more they will not be able to get away with everything they'll be getting away with. Um, I'm not even going to go into the COVID uh, pan-scaredemic. And that, well, only a little bit of that, but the data shows that those who got vaccinated have higher hospitalization rates and higher rates of getting COVID and so forth. The people who didn't get the vaccination are relatively safer. Not perfectly safe, but relatively safer at every age group. And you know, and then we go with all these people who, who got the shot. So many people having heart disease and it's like, or heart attacks. And young men, as well as women, um, dying from it. And it's like, oh, and you have people accepting it as normal. Oh, well, this is the way it is. It's, no, it's not the way it is. You're taking a, a bioweapon shot that actually is inflaming your heart and inflaming your brain. It's not a conspiracy theory to say that people's memory, cognition, clarity of mind have diminished, particularly after taking the second shot. And uh, people have higher rates of depression, uh, up about 40 to 50% and higher rates of anxiety. That's not conspiracy. Those are facts. Okay? And obviously higher rates of death at every age level. Um, and this denial of reality is empowering the dark side to keep doing it. But the more we are saying, well, here are the facts, okay? Here's what the facts of the CDC, this is what the British Medical Journal says, this is what this says, we begin to get an understanding. But probably the biggest understanding is how easy it is for us to be misguided. Why? We tend to uh, to trust the establishment labeled authorities. And so there's three things that help us get understanding what we can do. One, 
your own intuitive understanding of what is right and deep way. Of course, that's programmed by your moral and ethical and spiritual understanding. It affects your intuitive understanding. Two is look at the last, you know, 6,000 years or more of spiritual and uh, ethical and moral history. We have the Ten Speakings, for example, 3,300 years ago. All these create a context of how to act. And then we have our, I'm going to call it our subgroups, who have been studying, who have certain values, who are sharing the same values, who are kind of supporting a certain awareness. So the problem with that, uh, the potential problem with that, is that our social milieu has also been disturbed. And so a lot of people, you know, arguing and fighting with each other about the basics of night versus day, you know, uh, that it's, no, it doesn't taste bitter, it tastes sweet. Okay, no, it tastes bitter, not sweet. And, you know, so we have to somehow sort out subgroups that are aligned with a certain way of perceiving the world. And when we put those three together, then we have some sense of, of being on track. And that's really how I began to, you know, in 63 after Kennedy was assassinated. You know, now again, his nephew come out and saying, yeah, CIA did it. Roughly speaking is what he's saying. You know, within legal limits of what he can say, uh, which is an amazing thing for him to do. And Bobby Kennedy also being assassinated. Um, we can step back and say, wow. I see how they've been playing with my mind and I'm really not willing to have my mind and my consciousness being played with. It's an insult to my integrity. It's an insult to me as a human being. I'm entitled to get some of the relative truth. Relative truth or absolute truth that I said is Resuming God, relative truth as well. We have nine years of non global warming, and it's colder now in 2023 than in 1998. Okay, so, okay, I can look at that and say, well, that's pretty objective. Um, and unfortunately, many things can be fight. So, you know, and you can say it's a conspiracy, and you got flawed data, it's possible. I believe the satellite data is pretty accurate. And I believe the people who did this research are very sincere about this. That's the best we can do. That is what makes it hard, but that's why I gave you three criteria how to judge your, you know, how to uh, judge and clarify your actions. Okay? It's a part of the last... 6,000 years or 3,500 years, like the 10 speakings, what's your own internal understanding, uh, experience, and what is your subgroup, uh, who people who you trust, uh, who have been very thoughtful about what's going on, what, what is it that they're saying about it? So, 
it, it isn't easy. And the next thing that's really not easy is standing up for that. Because the proof isn't 100%. How do you stand up when it's not 100%? Well, it'd be nice if it were 100%, but there's enough haziness that makes it harder. But, but at some point, you have to have faith in yourself and all the input that you're getting that you finally say, look, I have to stand up. I have to call. You know, if it looks like a spade, you know, it's a spade, I have to call it out. I have to say, really, this is what is truly happening. And I have to act on it. I have to educate other people. I have to educate myself. I have to organize myself and my life to get in right alignment with it so I can transcend it and get my way through it, but at the same time elevate every, as many people as possible around me who are willing to listen or willing to hear. And so that's, that's um, I think, a really important thing to understand in this whole picture is like, well, how, how does, what can we do? And I'm saying what we can do. Now, part of what we can do to get understanding is we can contemplate it. We can meditate on it. It helps us more get in touch. The, the key is not to get reactive. It's really easy to get reactive. In today's world, people are reacting all over the place. And it's very hard to have um, adequate information, adequate clarification when you're in a level of emotional reactivity. So when we're meditating, not, that we, not only do we get more tuned into the truth, okay, but we're in a better place to calmly assess what's going on and to be a witness for it. And that's the, the key, to be a witness for this so that we can more objectively clarify for ourselves and for those around us and then for the bigger public after that what's going on. And then, of course, in a world that doesn't want to hear the truth, we have to have the courage to stand up for the truth. So this is a time for heroes and heroines. That's what we're talking about. That's really the kind of what I am talking about is standing up for this uh, to what we perceive as truth. Get away from the idea that uh, just because we don't agree with the mass media uh, doesn't mean what we're believing is a conspiracy. Uh, you know, we go back to hardcore data like the satellite data temperature. It's, well, it's, not, it's like, hey, we've been cooling for the last nine years. And this last year or two is the coolest that we've had. That's where I can say the temperature in 2023 is cooler than 1998. And then I say, okay, when they're pushing global warming and they're telling you you can't grow crops because it makes things too warm, it's too much nitrogen, uh, even though crops 
eat up the carbon dioxide and give off oxygen, which is life you know, providing. Uh, they're saying, no, you can't really do that. Don't do your crops. Don't do anything that's going to provide oxygen to the world and eat up the carbon dioxide. Uh, you have to say, that's absurd. And that's the key. So I discuss a lot of these things uh, at treeoflife.mn.co. We have a website and also drcousins.com. But in addition, we have turned activists in the sense that we're creating, we have started a worldwide peace meditation. And that worldwide peace meditations every Sunday, worldpeacemeditation.net, every Sunday at 6.30 Israel time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. But I want to invite you to join it because that's a very active thing. In the state of Rhode Island, when they brought meditators in, they dropped violent crime by 43%. They said it was a fluke. They came back the next summer and crime dropped 49%. So we have the power to wake up the world. We're creating a thought form for peace that's so strong that we are elevating the global consciousness so we transcend the the woke level of thinking and move into an awake level of thinking. Richard, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Gabriel. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple things come to mind. One is that there's an effort to change the way we understand speech <clears throat> and the words we use. And, and an example of that is the word conspiracy. Conspiracy theory was invented apparently by the CIA after the killing of John Kennedy. And the reason was that people realized that, or they started questioning that there was, you know, there had to be more than one shooter because he was shot from more than one direction. And the the authorities didn't want that looked at because it might end up exposing who actually was responsible. So they thought, how can we demonize the people that are questioning that Lee Harvey Oswald was the only killer of John Kennedy. And they said, all right, let's get all the media together and start calling these people conspiracy theorists and making that a synonym for crazy people. And it worked so well. And people were so embarrassed to be called conspiracy theorists that they used it on everybody else. So what you just said, about there not being a climate emergency. They would call you a conspiracy theorist, climate denier. And what is important to understand is that the word conspiracy itself is still valid. You know, what it, what it means is working together to do something, usually some nefarious or criminal activity. And it just means co or con, which is together, and spiracy comes from the root of to breathe. So it's to breathe together, to cooperate. 
and criminals cooperate all the time if they can figure out a way to do it for their benefit. You know, you have the drug cartels uh, cooperating to destroy what's left of the U.S. border control right now. <clears throat> That's a conspiracy in real life where they work together to help each other. A conspiracy between the, our U.S. government and the Mexican drug cartels to destroy the country that's going on. That's a real conspiracy. So when I guess what I'm getting at is when somebody says, well, that's just a conspiracy. There's nothing detrimental about, um, you know, nothing inherently wrong about realizing that something is a conspiracy. It just means people are working together and there are all kinds of true conspiracies happening every day. It's not only bank robbers. And the media is trying to make us forget. So they in interviews that they have, they say, well, that's just a conspiracy. And what they mean is conspiracy theory. And the person says, no, no, I'm not. I don't believe in conspiracies. If you observe reality, you see conspiracies in real life all the time. And so your, your question about how do we respond to that is super important because the, the effort to destroying Western civilization and bringing the whole world together under a coordinated uh, control and extermination of the biosphere is the biggest conspiracy, and it's going on right in front of our eyes every day. And I would say, in harmony with the World Peace Meditation Effort, which is once a week on Sundays, worldpeacemeditation.net has the details the question that goes with that is, okay, if you want to bring the rest of your life into harmony with what's demonstrated in world peace meditation, when you encounter these situations and people that are hypnotized and brainwashed and going along blindly with false authority, how do you take the spirit of world peace meditation and put that into that real-time interaction with people during the week, not just once a week in the meditation. I know that's a long subject, but if you want to say a word or two about that, people need guidance during the week of how to bring this whole thing together. Well, meditation is really helpful. You know, when we do the world peace meditation, it naturally upgrades the consciousness of the planet. That's been proven in over 300 studies since 1973. So it's it's not a theory. It works. Right. That's the first thing. Now, when we do the World Peace Meditation, we align and energy begins to happen. And we do upload of myth to global consciousness. Now, if you meditate every day, even for a few minutes, you continue that process. Now, research shows that when we have a group worldwide meditation, uh, its effect lasts for about three weeks. That's why we're doing it every week for that reason, because we keep reinforcing it. But when you meditate every day, when you eat good food that helps you be conscious, when you do a variety of practices, what I call the six foundations and sevenfold peace, when you're doing all these things, is always going to keep enhancing your consciousness and you keep remembering the deeper truth of things 
And that's how you stay motivated. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's your daily life. It's your daily walk that leads you to the truth. Right. And it's it's a conscious decision of whether you want to be a channel of false authority, which is what we're taught in education, to just say, well, this national government agency or this supranational agency, WHO or CDC or any of the agencies that control people right now are the ultimate authority on everything. You can be the mouthpiece of that, which is what we're taught to do, or you can wake up your connection to the reality inside you. And I know Dr. Cousins was saying last week, too, that the one reality that people call God is there all the time. It saturates everything that's with us, but if we're consciously disconnected from it, We can't let it flow through us and clearly control everything in a good direction. Getting that back means that then you can use it during the week, every day, in your interactions with people, interactions with situation, and what we're supposed to be able to demonstrate in real life, mundane situations, no matter who you encounter, is that love and the higher frequency of light is stronger than darkness. And... The exercise of putting that into practice in everyday life, I would say, is the counterpart to the meditation, and they help each other. Absolutely. So we want to bless everybody that we have the courage, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual courage, to see the truth and to share that truth to uplift the consciousness of all humanity and hopefully be motivated to come to our weekly meditation Sunday night, World Peace Meditation, so we can even more actively upgrade global consciousness. So thank you and blessings. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us, trying to the best we can to get through to people and inspire people and support people. I think support's part of it because I think a lot of people here know what we're talking about. Support people to kind of transcend and stay connected. Stay strong. Participate with the meditation and do the walk that brings light and elevates the consciousness of the planet. Amen. Aho. Aho. Takiasin. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. That was great. And I totally agree with what you're saying and really encourage people to do the last thing that you say. Stay connected. You have something internal that is very strong that can guide you. And if you project, if you have a decision in front of you, something that's really challenging to see what to do, should I take option A or option B, There are exercises you can do. Project yourself into how you would feel if you choose option A. You know, do I feel in harmony? Do I feel relaxed? Do I feel happy about the outcome and where that goes? If I choose option B, how does that feel in comparison? And you can project yourself forward that way. We have all kinds of abilities to use those tools that we've forgotten for who knows how long. And they can be brought back and 
what Dr. Cousins was saying several times at the end there is stay connected. Stay connected to your inside internal guidance. You know what's right. For example, we talked about the doctors that were giving people remdesivir and watching them die, putting them on ventilators and killing them. Uh, Some of the nurses couldn't stand it and became the whistleblowers that Dr. Cousins was talking about. Everybody can do that. And when you you are brave enough to reconnect to your source of guidance inside, it makes your decisions easier. You know, if you're a doctor and you're told to do that, and you know it's going to kill the patient, you don't want to lose your money, you don't want to lose your job, but you you have no choice. You have to do what you feel inside is correct. And that's true for everybody. You know, with where you put your kids in school, what you feed your body to keep it in good shape, all these things. If you tune into what is right inside, you have a big step forward toward harmonizing with the World Peace Meditation in daily life. That's what we're trying to do. So that's really why we started many of these projects that you can see. Dr. Cousins leads spiritual fasting and all kinds of other things that are very beneficial. And you can find out about those programs at drcousins.com, treeoflife.mn.co is another site. And also we work on these very things uh, in a personal live manner, planetaryhealingclub.com, every Saturday night. And it started, originally it was about health and about what you can do with live food and fasting and exercise and sunlight and grounding and attitude and different things like that. We realized pretty quickly after we started that the reason people don't, even if they know a healthier lifestyle, why they don't change into it, is emotional blocks, addictions and attachments. And where those come from gets you into the whole field of consciousness. And the consciousness is the root of pretty much everything else in existence and certainly in daily life. So we work on clearing that. Um, You can sidestep the need for decades of psychoanalysis if you go right to the mind programs that are blocking your connection to God, and that can be done. So that's the kind of thing we're involved in, planetaryhealingclub.com. Other than that, I just want to echo what Dr. Cousins said, and thank you for letting us be here with you once a week. Hope you're having a good time, and we have empathy for whatever it is that you're going through. Understand that you're in challenging situations, especially now. The internal connection is a saving grace. So keep that open, and if it's if it's closed up, if you've fallen for the hypnosis that all of us have been affected by, you can come out of it anytime you want. It's just a matter of intent and focus. So don't be discouraged. We're all together doing this and uh, helping each other. And everything you do to reconnect inside yourself in real time affects everybody else. You're a very important player in this game, really the central one. And we're honoring and respecting that incredible value that you have to the whole play, encouraging you to do what you're sent here to do. Be who you really are. We can do that. We've got it done. So take care. Honor yourself. Be kind to yourself and others. And we'll see you next time. Take care. With 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.